I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Be -be bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. I'm Scott Sweeney here in the Chill Zone with Ryan Ankner listening to his favorite song. How are you, pal? I'm a lot better than Aaron Carter, but how's it happening? How's it? Wow. <laughs> He's back. How's it happening, Hoops? I'm changing it. It do be good, <laughs> as it were. I just, I'm all worked up because Aaron Carter died of huffing over the weekend beep, last beep. weekend. Have a good time. Yeah, this is fucked up. We're obviously Tough. playing this in memory of... And not in jest at all. No. You would never, would you? I thought about playing How I Beat Shaq, but this is funnier. Looks like Shaq finally came out the victor. <laughs> Everyone online made that joke. But... I saw that a lot on Twitter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just in case anyone saw it, I was being fun. Him being dead is clever and fun enough. You don't need to spice <laughs> it up with the Shaq bit. You're like, this is perfect. Aaron on Carter its own. being dead is hilarious. There's no need to add to it. I mean, I wonder how Nick Carter feels. He's probably Otoa. I saw him like in Europe performing a Backstreet Boys show. Did you? I did. <laughs> it was all over TikTok. And when? they were like, oh. Nick Carter was so brave. He even went on stage. And it's like, didn't they hate each other? I thought you meant you were in Europe watching I the Nick Carter that. thing. I was Me like, just taking a solo trip to Europe. It's going to be like, when did this happen? <laughs> no. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it's fucked up. He's uh, one of the greatest musicians of our time. Yes. You used and to play that song all the time, unironically. I love that song. I think you, it's awesome. You, people might think, hearing it, that it's a goof. But I think no, no, no. you were just in on it. Yeah, I love it. I think it's great. And I actually kind of like him, too, to be honest. I think he's kind of funny. He's just like a dick, and he does all sorts of stupid stuff. Hmm. And he's had all sorts of issues with, like, I don't know, domestic violence and, like, issues with his own family and, like, his managers. And it's just his whole career has just been a complete train wreck, and I relate to that. I enjoy that. Mm. I get a kick of all train wrecks. <laughs> You're like, I like when people are shitty. Yeah. That's kind of like my speed. I'm in. I don't, you know, like, that's why I hate guys like Tom Hanks who are just like, ah, oh, everything I've ever done has just sort of worked out. I mean, what about Chet, though? Chet is a complete abomination, so I guess no. that's true. That is a black mark, for lack of a better word, on Tom Hanks's resume. And speaking of his resume, his filmography is getting more and more fucked up <laughs> as the years go by. So he's definitely not without his faults. Robert Zemeckis's Pinocchio didn't save him, no. <laughs> Pinocchio! I can't even remember what fucked up voice he's doing in that movie. Something like insane. That mm. Did you watch any of that? No. I watched every second on it, just in case I forgot to cover it on this here pod. One of the most fucked up wild turkeys you'll ever see. It's on Disney Plus yeah. in perpetuity. Check I think I'm going to kill the Disney Plus account for reasons like of <laughs> just like that. Like Fuck. If Caden, my uh, cousin, my nephew, didn't use it frequently, mm. that account would be gone. Yes. Uh, like The Simpsons are also on Hulu, so there's really nothing drawing me to Disney Plus. Yeah, your Disney Plus is just for your sister's three-year-old and me. That is correct. 
the it's only hanging people. on the like i have a few streaming services on the chopping block i would say that's number one with a bullet number two would be the stars app <laughs> number three is amc plus like i don't you have that yes wow I'm disgusted, and also I'm going to need that password. <laughs> uh, I think you have access to it through my Apple. Yes. Like you don't even need it; you can just uh, like just go down, and it's there in, within the Apple TV app. Okay, that. Uh, I mean, you should watch the final season of Better Call Saul when you're so inclined. Oh wait, you need to watch all. I of I need it. to watch the first, the second, and the third first. Yeah, but uh, and fourth is it five? Season five, six, six. They snuck six in. They. Who is watching that show? You, Monty's favorite show. Yep, I think that's that's it. The rest of the handicapped community, perhaps. Yes, mm. me and Monty are the spokespeople. Yeah, you and Monty, a couple of chuckleheads. Yes. Um, what is in the news though? Besides Aaron being dead, do we have more obits we should go through? Yeah, we're not Just quite to cover out of all the, the dead guys. We got. We're gonna stay in the obits for okay. some time. Unfortunately, we lost Gallagher. The uh, famed comedian... Kevin Gallagher? Oh, no. No, not one of uh, Oasis's Gallagher brothers. The, oh, yeah, uh, that Champagne bit. Supernova songwriters. But, uh, yeah, the comedian famous for smashing watermelons on stage with a mallet. That He's was a like, guy. He exists. Yeah, like, people... I think people know him. He's a name. He's a name to the point where Gallagher's brother, Ron Gallagher... This really happened in real life. He started like a copycat Gallagher thing where he'd do shows booking himself as Gallagher and like Safe. doing his brother's act, just smashing watermelons and whatever the fuck else he did to the point where like he had to rebrand as Gallagher 2 and like they were in court with each other. Gallagher had a fucked up life. Much like the Oasis Gallagher brothers. It's uh, troubling. But yeah, he's uh, he's dead. I wonder how he died. Probably like slipping on a slice of watermelon <laughs> on stage and fucking shattering his spine in an ironic twist of fate. I was going to make a watermelon joke and you could imagine where it may have gone. Oh. And I'm not going to do that tonight. Hmm. That's growth. 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 <laughs> yeah, that uh, I can't even imagine where you would go yeah. or where someone like Hank would even think to go with such a thing. We haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah, Maybe he'll true. roll in tonight. I mean, you never know. And also, the guy who voiced uh, Batman in the original mm. animated series from the 90s, Kevin Conroy, he passed away. Fun fact, I didn't realize... Kevin Smith posted a tribute. He hey, was man. also in a cameo in Kevin Smith's smash hit, Yoga Hosers. Oh. He played a convenience store customer. Wow. See, that's fun. Kevin mm. Smith, big Batman guy. I think he still hosts a podcast where he does nothing but talk about Batman every week. It's called Fat Man on Batman. Okay. And yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's just too much. There's niche. like a part of me that loves Kevin and would like want him to come hang out with us. And then there's a part of me that's like, come on, man. Mm. Get Joe out of here. Joe, Jojo. my cat Joe has been driving me nuts you say anything on my all baby? week. Yeah, Joe, what do you want? Do a meow. Say something if you're going to be up here. No? She's out. Yeah. I'll see you again tonight at midnight when you wake me up, and then again tomorrow at 5 a.m. Appreciate it. Did you watch that old animated series in the 90s? Um, I don't remember which one. Remember the one where it, it was had, on the WB? I think so, actually. Okay. The WWWB. 
It had uh, Mark Hamill, who played um, er, Luke Skywalker as the Joker. Like, Aah. People are a big fan of that vocal Arr. performance also. Yes. Arr, Batman! Arr. Oh, Biff is the Joker. <laughs> no good? Biff, are you listening? Biff, how are you, buddy? Biff, I'm going to need like that, a super pass at TSA where I can just like walk right in doing whatever I'm doing. Ooh. So That's kind of cool. Put, I'm putting a feeler out there. Are we heading to the theater to see Wakanda Forever tonight? I read a tweet online that said white people should not go see this movie. Is that a warning? I I think so. <laughs> it was like a cautionary, like not even like a cautionary, but like it was like this is a movie for black people. White people should not see it in the theater. I wonder how Hank would feel about that. I feel like that might get him to the theater to see such a picture. No, to see a female-led superhero movie. Hank would only go if he didn't have to pay. Featuring a prominently African-American <laughs> cast. I think, I think I can talk Hank into this. But yeah, I feel like it's weird that, you know, Black Panther 2 came out today and like, mm. I feel like no one on earth is talking about it. First one's like the fifth highest grossing movie of all time. So I'm sure this one will make money, but I don't know. I feel like no one's talking about this one. It might be might be a dud. Did you like the first one? I, I thought, don't remember what you thought about it. I liked it as much as your average Marvel movie. Right. It had some interesting stuff. And Ryan Coogler, who directed Creed, which I'm a big fan of, uh, did it. And he's a good director. So. He, who, did he direct Creed 2? He did not. He that's did why not. Creed 2 is bad. Right. And he has nothing to do with the third one, because that's Michael B. Jordan. I think he's still on board in like a script capacity. Okay. I think him and Michael B. maybe hammered out the story. Mm. Cool guy, actually. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, could you forever? <laughs> I'll probably see it at some point. <laughs> I have no interest. Mm. When you texted me, would you like to go see something in the theater? I was like, all right, all right. And then you were like, we could go see the new Steven Spielberg movie or Wakanda Forever. I know, and I was just like, ah. Oh. That was all tactical. I thought I'd bring up the idea of going to the movies at first. Well, yeah, you had me with that. I yes. was like, all right, all right. And then you hit me with those two <laughs> options. And I was like, ugh. Like, oh, the. I'd rather watch almost anything. What is he? I don't even know what the new Steven Spielberg movie is. It's a movie about like him as a kid figuring out he wants to make movies. Like a it was, documentary? It's but it's like a real movie. Seth Rogen plays his uncle, Michelle Williams plays his mom. It's Sounds a movie awful. like engineered in a lab for me to enjoy and cry at in the theater. <laughs> oh, big movie. Oh. Yeah, uh, no thank you. Yes, please. One please. It, uh, and actually it's only out in New York. All the cool hip uh, oh, wow. premiere people. It comes out on Thanksgiving Day around here. And I'll probably have a bunch of turkey and then go see that turkey. Mm. <laughs> I did enjoy the Seth Rogen movie about pickles <laughs> that is now like removed from HBO and doesn't exist on earth. Yeah, it's been deleted from history. Yeah. It's, it's the lost There's nowhere movie. to watch that. That's true. At this moment in time, there's no physical release. It's not on the streaming service it was made for. It's a movie without a home. It's fucked up. I'm glad I watched it. I am too. I actually it's in my head it also. Deeply forgettable, but I, you know, had a couple laughs. I'm a Seth Rogen fan. And they released a first look at the new Yellowstone spinoff, 1923, starring Harrison <laughs> Ford and Helen Mirren, two friends of the show. And I know you're real fired up about this. Or are you? Because you didn't nah. get into 1888. 1883 sucked. 
1883 was terrible. I watched like mm. seven episodes and I was like, this is going to heat up. I can't even get into the flagship one. So, I mean. You tried really hard on Yellowstone. I, I give it to you. I'm still trying. I'm not giving up quite yet. You don't like anything about it? Hold I, on one sec. I love the idea. And you did add me to the Yellowstone group text, which I, I was very charmed by. It's isn't it, it hilarious? Pop, Pops's Ranch. Pops Ranch. Yeah, isn't it funny finding out we have a group text for certain things? Like when we're talking about it, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's on the other thread, and it's like, well, what other thread? And it's like, oh, we have a an HVAC specific thread with yeah, for, me, Od, and Joey. A lot of them, I or I assume some of them are a joke, but a lot of them I thought it was a bit. Then I was like, oh, this actually exists. Yes, this is like a living, breathing thread. <laughs> Some of them are very active. Some of them are like, like we have a, a meat thread. Meat. Where we talk about like burgers and steaks and grilling and. <laughs> you just firing off a picture of like a burg. Yes. To this thread. So like if you make a nice steak, you send it to that thread. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, add me to that one. You want in on that one too? I, I want that. All right. And no well done burgs allowed. Fuck. That's how I like them, folks. I think ordering uh, burgers rare is hack. Well done is where it's at, baby. And we're going to get a lot of... We're going to get our first email in six months with people complaining about my fucking <laughs> awful have, burger take. We haven't, had, we haven't had an email since Saturday. We haven't had an email in legit like nine months. Folks, and that's my favorite Hugh Grant movie. So why don't you email in enoughpodcast.gmail.com with your favorite Hugh Grant movie. And, Mickey Blue Eyes. I saw it in the theater at Hanover Cinema with or Hanover Patriot Cinema with my dad. That's fucked up and we hated very it. dope. Yeah, it's a shitty, awful movie. It stinks. That was a time period where like mob comedies were hot because like the Sopranos came out and analyzed this, so they were like, let's just try that again with fucking Hugh Grant and James Caan. <laughs> it was a fucking big old. Yeah, that was a big, big turkey. Big fat dud. That became like a punchline. Like the movie made with Vince Vaughn and John hmm. Favreau references it when they ask, they're on a plane and they ask what the movie's going to be. And she says, Mickey Blue Eyes. And they both go, oof. Forget about it. Yeah, it sucks. Name a movie that Hugh Grant's in that's good. Cloud Atlas. Nope. Try again. <laughs> Don't say about a boy. I've never seen that. About an oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Like I left something and oh. changes everywhere. I left a kid at a <laughs> yeah. like Fenway like, Park or it's something. It's like you in London lost. Like, oh boy, my battery's going to die and I got this big truck. That's a reluctant green light. <laughs> but uh, also I just saw Cod texting in the thread. Uh, speaking of threads. What's he got? He was talking about the crown. That uh, that hot Netflix original about the royal family. What do you think about having Cod on the show as Royals Cod, like yeah. in character as that, and he doesn't break, and he just talks about like the crown and like the queen and whatever else. I'd love that for like two minutes, and then we hang up on him. That sounds great. Like that's very funny. Because yeah, I think I'll have to talk to him about it. Get him on board. Cod's Crown Corner. He actually watches this show. Yeah, he's not kidding. He really does love the royals. Like he wakes up early to like watch the royal wedding or whatever the fuck. The changing of the guard and I mean, I don't even know like what that would be like. I couldn't even fathom such a headspace as to even know what's going on over there. I have a, across the pond. Yeah, a lot of people are very perplexed by the royal family. Typically they're like older women. 
I don't typically, I think that COD is out of, is a little bit out of his element with I, that one. I don't care in the slightest about any British people except for Austin Powers. Mm. And I have bad news about Austin Powers. He's not actually a real guy. Huh? Yeah, he's not British either. He's, he's Mike Myers, I think is from Chicago. Huh? Yeah. Huh? So what about you do love uh, <laughs> me, Simon Pegg? Me just short-circuiting. My whole world crumbling down. Ricky Gervais? Isn't it? Now you're having a laugh. Yeah, that's actually true. I fucking you like think British, British people are cheeky and fun, and they're good blokes and fit birds, and I'm British. I'm actually remembering all this now. Mm. But uh, And I'm also a Peaky Blinder. But uh, did you see that Chris Rock will host a live stand-up special on Netflix? <laughs> Netflix is getting into the live programming game, which I and guess is of the GED class cool. Of 1999, I have one piece of advice for you. Make a Saw movie. No matter what a stripper tells you, there's no sex in the champagne room. Hmm. None. None. I... I like Chris Rock a whole lot. That bit is so dated. That bit is so old. That bit sounds like it's 47 years old. It's 99, yeah. 99 was a decent year, Kid. I think. That, that's the year we met, Kid. actually. Wow. 99 was when I transferred back to normal high. Hell yeah. The, uh, yeah. And we probably bonded over Chris Rock bits in, in gym class. Chris Rock. We were probably talking about how sick uh, Down to Earth, his latest starring vehicle was. Good pull. I think that Chris Rock, they posted something on one of those, I think the Shade Room Instagram, Shit, which is mostly black stuff. <laughs> and Mike Epps jumped in the comments and said, this special is for white people only. And what I special? laughed because his Netflix Chris Rock's like show going directly to the special going directly to Netflix or whatever it is. Oh, okay. He was like, this is for white people only. And it made me laugh because it's like Chris Rock, there are, it just sort of points out the, the, just the different levels of Chris Rock. Like there are different versions. There's Oscar host, Chris Rock. There's like CB4, Chris Rock. Mm. There's bigger and blacker Chris Rock. And then there's like <clears throat> 2022 Chris Rock, like who's just mega stardom, like doing that. He's doing like a world tour with Dave Chappelle right now. And oh, I, man. I actually asked Lucy, I was like, can we fly back out to California and go to this? And she's like, I'm working until April. And I was <laughs> like, well, great. Doesn't look good. I'm not going to go alone. I mean, I guess that's a cool double bill. I'm kind of over both of them. In this moment in time. Mainly just because Chris Rock made a Saw movie and Dave Chappelle makes too many specials and I'm just tired of hearing about him talk about trans people and stuff. It's a big bleh. The trans thing's got to stop. But I mean, him doing... I wonder if Dave Chappelle will do a live special too. It seems like something he'd do, Netflix-wise. Mm. I wonder if Will Smith will show up in the middle of Chris Rock's live special and slap him in the face, I'm folks. just here to apologize. Folks, remember the slap... That also seems like it was 47 years ago somehow. <laughs> I remember not believing that it was real. Yeah. Like I woke up the next morning, I was like, that was fake. I was watching the Oscars live, like somebody's aunt, and I was like, no way was that real. <laughs> this... Those aren't real. Yes, they are. Yeah. Also, Ang's smoking a CBD joint right now, and it's mm. pretty cool. I'm into it. 
Oh, yeah. Fucking pass that shit, doggy. It is uh, It is the non-alcoholic <laughs> beer of jazz. Kid. And uh, I, I, I'm convinced it does nothing. I mean, I'm in on it. But sober guy stuff, it's the uh, best we got, right? I did see the other day, maybe even just yesterday, Atlanta had its series finale, wrapped its four-season run over the course of like seven years or so. Why did they choose to do only four is what I want to know. Because I don't think the show declined in popularity at all. They probably just wanted to get out while it was still popping. Still, people were still into it. It's a cool move. They did too much of the anthology thing this season where it was just like completely new vehicles of like did you watch the finale i haven't seen that one yet i haven't either i i'm like four episodes behind but i actually think this final season has been really good and like way better than season three which i thought was too anthology heavy as you're saying yes and uh yeah i just i think that the the Paperboy character, played by Brian Tyree Henry, scene stealer, is one of my favorite characters in any television show of all time. I can like awesome character. I can dig that dog. So the episodes with him in them, every single one I've enjoyed immensely. He's great. I'm a big fan of him. Agreed. He gets stuck in a lot of turkeys, like Marvel's Eternals, <sighs> Bullet but, Train. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched that yet? I haven't, but I've heard some people say they dug it. I don't know. I'm going to ask those people, what did you like hmm. about it? <laughs> the colors and the guns. Yeah. but I uh, thought it looked cool. I'll watch it when it hits Tubi sooner or later. <laughs> I look forward to seeing the end of uh, Atlanta, seeing how it all shakes out. That'd be funny if they had like a gritty ending where like Donald Glover gets killed for some reason. or I don't know. Who knows what will happen? I think it could go anywhere, yeah. They're doing like almost like a Jordan Peele kind of thing with a few of the episodes. They're like kind of vaguely haunting. Mm. So maybe this will that's how they'll end it. I can dig. <coughs> I mean, speaking of vaguely haunting. Uh... Kathy Griffin was permanently suspended from Twitter for making or I guess impersonating Elon Musk. That is vaguely haunting. Which is not allowed now. Yeah, Elon Musk bought Twitter and is now running it into the ground at a seemingly unthinkable pace. My favorite thing is that the left, or the like, just mostly like woke Twitter, really, and like the liberals on the internet have this new narrative going that like Twitter is going to go out of business and then Elon Musk is going to have no money. To the point of like one of Lucy's clients was like, so you have a Tesla. What are you going to do when Twitter goes out of business or when uh, Twitter or whatever? She didn't even mention Twitter, I don't think. She just said, what are you going to do when Tesla goes out of business? And Lucy was like, I think it'll be all right. Yeah. Like he has, you know, he spent $44 billion on Twitter. He still technically has it. Yeah, he'll always have money. I just think it sucks from the view of like, he's just a shitty idiot rich guy who's like, tweeting awful stupid bits like being like oh spend eight dollars we'll give you a check mark and then that fell apart this morning you can't do that anymore because too many people bought a check mark and then people thought they were the official account that they were pretending to be like there were too oh. many parody accounts so that so i got in there in at the face. buzzer yes they might have taken that away and refunded you the he's just like ruining it he's just like a dipshit Let's see. I'm going to send a tweet. Hold on. I'm doing a tweet. 
just. No, I still got it. Okay, so maybe you're locked in. I'm locked in. Kid, you should be verified anyways. I just think he's... You asking Ben Affleck if he's had the cookie butter from Dunkin' yet? I mean... Is that a is that a drink? No, the they have a new cookie butter donut. Although they do have a cookie butter cold brew drink as well. That I wouldn't try because I'm not a coffee guy. But I would like to know if Ben Affleck thinks it's good. For the record, Dunkin' Donuts coffee is not coffee. Kid, wait, you're on Dunkin'? It is, it is mop water. <laughs> it's the worst coffee in the business. Kid, fuck you. What the fuck am I even hearing? Fuck. Anytime you get anything at Dunkin' Donuts, it's just like a bomb of cream and sugar. Yes. Because they assume everyone drinks their coffee like a homeless person. It's actually, their drinks are terrible. I get stuff there sometimes just because they're right around the corner from work. I'll get one of their like breakfast Sammies. Their drinks, if you don't like coffee, it's a fucked up scene. They have these things called like energy punch that tastes like <laughs> watered down poisonous Red Bull. It's like, I don't know. And then you can buy a bottled drink, but it's like $9. Oh, That's what these places do. Everybody knows this. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts has just slop. But, uh, I mean, Ben Affleck goes there, so... Ben Affleck can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's the best dude ever. No doubt. I saw a, a TikTok video about him earlier that made me so angry. Kid. This guy was like, so I saw somewhere that they're calling Ben Affleck a sneakerhead. You can't be a sneakerhead if you have money because, like, you can just buy the sneakers. Mm. And that was pretty much the gist of the video. That seems unfair. And I was like... I don't think it really matters what economic status you're in. If you collect and enjoy and wear sneakers and have good taste in sneakers, you can be a sneakerhead. Mm. It has nothing to do with how you obtain the sneakers. Someone could give you all their sneakers. You're a sneakerhead. You could be a hundred and be an orphan. <laughs> it, it takes all kinds, folks. <laughs> I wish I had Funkhauser drops. Yeah, yeah. May he rest in peace. <coughs> also, Whoopi Goldberg will be leaving Twitter while we're on the subject. Whoopsie. <coughs> she's going to go uh, date white guys in blackface until she's dead. Okay. And on, maybe on her eyebrows will grow back. <coughs> Is she eyebrowless? Has none. Huh. Also, Eminem, a uh, friend of the show, was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which I think is pretty cool. Eminem in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, even he in his speech acknowledged that it's a little silly that a hip-hop artist would be, but there is no hip-hop Hall yeah. of Fame. I don't care about that at all. I don't want to be one of those guys like, fucking, he's not. The... It's like, I don't care. <laughs> I thought for a second, like, do I care about this? I don't you at know, all. Yeah, <laughs> I, I abandon stances all the time. <laughs> yeah, where you're just like, yeah. you're right on the cusp of caring about something, and then you're like, you know what? I don't care about anything at all, actually. I'm going to go to bed. Good I've, like, had texts to the thread or whoever loaded up and then been like nah yeah <laughs> not doing it nah don't care and i know that there's going to be like pushback and somebody disagreeing and it's a whole thing and yeah. gives a fuck what could you forever i'm like angry and i have a lot of opinions but like i don't really stick to any of them hmm, i never noticed <laughs> i'm just like yeah whatever <laughs> yeah fucking gives a shit mm. there's a couple like local politics things that i'm pretty hung up on because they affect me directly on some level like mm. question one passing like that sucks did you vote the other day bro i did i did it's indeed. all about those local politics doing the right thing but other than but even that 
if like presented to me in a convincing enough way, like I can change my mind about most things. I'm pretty malleable in that sense. Mm. I'm not really looking for a fight all the time. Yeah. Some some people are combative and they enjoy like a spirited debate or a disagreement. I fucking hate it because I just get angry. Yeah, I'm not great at it. No, it's not really a skill I have either. Like I can get my way and like sell people on things and convince people, but that's usually like an amicable conversation. Like if you're, if we disagree on something and we're bickering about it, it's not my best thing. Yeah, I don't usually like to bicker. I'll, I usually just say something along the lines of like, oh yeah, I get that, but, and then just be like, try to stick to my guns in right. some way. And they just wrapped principal photography on the sequel to Godzilla versus Kong called Godzilla and Kong. They're buddies now. They're going on like a road trip together. Who are they up against? I mean, there's probably going to be some new monsters that are probably like all fucked up. They're going to have to team up and like mm. do some cool monster stuff. Perhaps Venom. <laughs> I mean, if they throw Venom in the mix, I think that would be fun. Mm. I legitimately like loved Godzilla vs. Kong. I think it's still on HBO Max. Did I like it? I don't remember. I think you did. I think I was in, yeah. Yeah, like... Even if you don't, the story is obviously ludicrous. Like they, they travel to hollow earth. There's like, they go to the center of earth and it's hollow and it's where King Kong's from. Everything's upside down. Like it's silly, but it's fun. It's like what a versus movie should be. The movies. And uh, the same guy's doing the sequel. I got a good feeling about Godzilla and Kong. And I like how they're buddies now. Them being at odds, like concerned me greatly. And like kept me up at night. Have they only been at odds in the one movie? Yes. Cool. Yeah, this is the, only their second team up. <coughs> Keeping versus movies alive. When are we going to see Sweet Bus meets Eliminator? <laughs> Soon. Mm. Thank you for remembering. Nothing better than doing a joke on the show that's something that's just you and me. For the fans. Also, in other Aaron Carter news, did you notice that... Uh, there's an article, for a piece from his memoir leaked or something, or not leaked because he released it, but... Oh, he had a memoir in the He works. had a memoir. Wow. And I guess he slept over Michael Jackson's house once, oh. and he awoke, How'd that and go? Michael was standing over his cot in tidy whitey <sighs> underwear. Yeah, you sent me that headline. The fact that they mentioned it as a cot made it yeah. much more like sinister <laughs> and... Him like, hey, man, I have millions of dollars, but like, I'm going to need you to sleep on this Holiday Inn cot. I got so many kids over here. We ran out of beds, but I, I found this cot. I'm going to appear in the middle of the night in my underwear standing over you. Oh, you're being ignorant. I'm a little boy forever. <coughs> you will not take Mr. Jefferson away from me. And then Michael Jackson, real wild card. Here, Michael Jackson. Here, Michael Jackson. I had such a laugh at that cot headline. <laughs> and Aaron Carter, like, re recollecting that. His parents dropping him off at Michael Jackson's house. Beep, beep. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you out there. Michael, like, oh, Aaron, welcome. <laughs> That's ignorant. <coughs> Apologies to the Carter family for my deeply distasteful joke. What's the... I'm trying to remember the, like, ride the train with me. <laughs> yeah, folks, that South Park episode... Oh, God, like it's good. Season seven, the Michael Jackson one, it's an all-timer. I think it's in that same season with the Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck episode. 
Does it have Casa Bonita in it as well? That's like season, like the 2006, 2007 seasons of that show it was hot. are some of the best seasons of anything ever. Mm. They're like up there with season seven, eight, and nine of Seinfeld. And also speaking of things that were popping in 2006, 2007, the office star Rain Wilson Ugh. has changed his name to Rain- Chewy Johnson? To Rainfall Heat Wave Extreme Winter Wilson to protest climate change. This is a real story. This happened on Earth in our reality. Angst thinking thoughts. I feel like he's getting I got mad. no bid. I'm just upset. <laughs> yeah. That's so dumb. I mean, I think this is going to save the Earth. <coughs> like, we seem to be in turmoil, and Rain Wilson changing his name- is going to bring the light to this issue that it's needed. Yeah. I don't care at all about climate change. Wow. How about that? I mean... How about that, rain? It seems like something that's beyond us here at the Enough Podcast. It seems like it's beyond the turkey boys to solve climate change. I recycle. Okay, maybe it's not beyond us. Wrath, pride, lust. Maybe we are going to save everyone. How do you think we could do that? By recycling and like just doing like a couple of DC cans a week. Yeah. And like doing cheap bits. That'll the show, I think yeah. we have a great platform to tell people about uh, how good the planet could be if we were all to just do a little bit better. Yes. I could have sworn I had a Greta Thunberg drop on here. Like, how <laughs> dare you? I do, don't I? That sounds like something you would have. Right. Speaking of being better, the trailer for that Brendan Fraser, Darren Aronofsky vehicle, The Whale, came out. Did you watch that trailer? I haven't seen the trailer yet. No, I'm excited about the movie, though. Like Sometimes I don't want to watch the trailers. I want to go in cold. Yeah. This movie, this is Brendan Fraser, who's like larger than he used to be, is back in the movies. The and movies. He's, but he's. This is like a fat suit movie, and it looks like a poignant drama. But at the end of the day, it's like he is in a fat suit. It's a fake gain, right? Doing fat bastard Respucia from Norbit type stuff, but it's like a serious drama. It's but, is it CGI or an actual suit or both? I think it's more CGI than a suit. CGI is funnier, I think. Yeah, it looks a little goofy at times. Yeah. And it's like, I would have preferred Brendan Fraser had the gain. It's like, you're already pretty big. Just put on another 200 pounds and you'll get <laughs> yeah, that you're, Oscar. You're a solid 250. It's worth get it. Get to 450 and we'll call it. Yes. You will win the Oscar if you put on 200 pounds for this movie. I guarantee it. What's your price to gain 200 like if I offered you any amount of money to gain 200 pounds, what's the lowest number you would do it for? I mean, I'd do it for a cool... <laughs> what, like $8,300? I'm like 700 bucks. No, uh, I don't know. I could... We'll talk. All right. I could be God. 200 pounds, I would not do. Because that's permanent. And that's a You're crazy, not taking that off. Yeah, that's like a crazy amount. That's not like Tom Hanks getting chunky for Castaway. That's like he gained a, 20 for Castaway. It's like, like altering your DNA yeah. for a bit. <laughs> but Brendan Fraser should have done it, I think. Actually, we should just ask friend of the show, Sean, uh, how much he would, gain, <laughs> he would gain his 200 pounds back for. 
Oh, you're implying <clears throat> that he lost 200 pounds. I am indeed. Fuck, fuck, fuck. You're right, buddy. But I mean, I've pitched this before, I think, on the podcast. I'd love it if they would make, like, the Avengers of fat suit characters. <laughs> a movie with, like, the clumps, fat bastard from Austin Powers. You throw Brendan Fraser from The Whale in there. They have to team up to fight some sort oh, uh, of... Oh, Precious. Yes. They have to fight some sort of thin threat. This is... It's going to be good. <laughs> Who, like, <laughs> Slender Man? Yes, perfect. <laughs> Maybe like a thin team. It can be Slender like Slender Man played by, uh, what's his face? Um, Stephen Merchant. Oh, shit. He'd be a great Slender Man. Right? Super tall, skinny. Really leaning in. Yeah, and they can be them versus. They can mm-hmm. be like riding Godzilla and or Kong. And Venom. Wow. I can't believe no Hollywood producers listen to this program. Or if they do, they're... Keep it under the funny heads. part is, is it's not impossible that one of them like accidentally came upon it. <laughs> like I've gotten it shared a couple of times on Instagram, maybe Twitter, you know, like people have seen it. Like I've like, like Nicole Kidman looked at my status once from with a link to the show on it. Oh, yeah. So the odds of, of her actually clicking it or that the Instagram is even really her are slim. Mm. But imagine if like, like Brett Ratner got a hold of the podcast and like got a kick out of it. Brett, we will do a cameo on Rush Hour 4. Just putting it out there. Brett, we don't care about all that stuff they said you did. We think it's bullshit. We're in for whatever you want to do. Even if it involves like us with you in a hotel room alone. Oh. Would you work with Harvey Weinstein? Like if he got out of prison and got his, like, got Miramax back off the ground and you got a call and he was like, I got a hold of that enough podcast and I want you guys to do a Miramax episode and I'll pay you. Yeah, in a heartbeat. I wouldn't even think about it. I'd be like, mm. yep. I'm like, sure, Harv, whatever you need. Harvey, put your name all over it. We'll tell everybody. <laughs> Can I tag you in this on Instagram? Yes, I want you to come down to the chill zone, relax, take your like horrifying penis <laughs> situation out that people are like writing articles about how fucked up it is. <laughs> please, please don't make a scene. Do whatever you got to do. I'm a famous guy. As long as you'll green light uh, Shakespeare in Love 2, <laughs> uh, directed by the Turkey Boys. <laughs> From Dust Till Dawn 4, starring Just Us. Was he involved with any of them except for the first one? I doubt it. Can't be sure. I hope maybe he passed that one off to his brother who like <laughs> did nothing of, of actually what Harvey did, but he knew about it all and did nothing. Yeah, secondhand cancellation. Oh, yeah. Him just like, well, I'm fucked. <clears throat> um, did you see the whole story about Tom Cruise and the Queen? Reveal- <laughs> this seems like a story that Cod made up in like a fever dream. But what happened with them? Evidently, Tom Cruise and the Queen, before the Queen's uh, very unfortunate passing mm. last month, they had like hung out a couple times and were like, <laughs> you know, the people are saying they really hit it off. Like they had dinner or whatever rich, insane people do together. What do you think they had for dinner? Fucking. Fucking. I fucking can take a fucking guess. About the Queen? What he fucking The fucking guy is going to fuck the queen? <laughs> Ugh. My Tom Cruise is the fucking guy? <laughs> like, dining in on like, Her Majesty? Fucking big screen, big movie, loved it. <laughs> fucking see it, the movies, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that, you know, just gave me pause. I was like, just picturing them, what they'd even talk about. Weird, yeah. I was imagining Tom Cruise in like Ethan Hunt mode, like... Poisoning her, perhaps. Actually, maybe that's how she died. He like killed her in some mm. sort of 
sort of cool spy scenario. I simply don't have time for a confrontation. Yes, it is. And we got some more. Celebrities are all over the place this week. Friend of the show, Erica, tipped me off to this uh, item that kind of floored me. Actor Liam Neeson spotted (laughs) filming movie in Massachusetts. He's in Norwood right now. On the auto mile? (laughs) Yes. Filming a movie about Fenway Frank. Wow. Called Beanstead Crime. They're filming it actually in the Jake and Joe's parking lot. Yes. Right off of uh, 95. (laughs) I have a very particular set of skills. I can get drunk and complain. I'm, I'm happy we're in Norwood. There are lots of bathrooms here in case I piss my pants yes. on, on my quest for more black bastards. Yes. Also, I have a huge DI purportedly. And Look at the dick print on my khakis. It's soaked with urine, but it's enormous. I'm here on the set of Storoed, directed by Peter Berg. Which will come out hey, in 2024. Liam? It's me and Mark Wahlberg. Liam, it's good to see you. I hear you had a redemption arc. You even did that episode of Atlanta where you apologized for the black stuff. Yes, good I did. Good for you. I heard that I'm uncanceled as a result of me being on Atlanta. The funny part about me is I never even got canceled. I just got to beat up a black guy, a blind and Asian man, <laughs> say the N-word a bunch of times, do yes. a bunch of rap videos in my underwear, and now here I am. Well, with you- a water company and a gym company and a t-shirt company. Mark Five Wal- movies. Mark Wahlberg is a man without a very particular set of skills. <laughs> I have. I fucked it up. But I you have get a lot it, of sets of skills. It's not just one. <laughs> yeah, you are very skilled at uh, praying, starting doing push-ups, starting half-ass businesses based on the fact that there's a Berg in your last name. Starting a hamburger sandwich restaurant that somehow survives through the years. Have you ever had a Wahlburger? I have. I think there's shitty they're thin yeah they're wispy and fucked up mealy little pieces of shit hey donnie made those but uh i mean we need to storm the set of whatever liam neeson's filming i don't think he's filming Storoed, co-starring mark Wahlberg, directed by peter berg although that'd be sick if he was the whole movie's just about people ripping the top off their trucks that they rented yeah, and, ooh, and Tom Cruise can, like, roar by and not get steroid in, like, Mission Impossible type fashion. Or he gets steroid and then, like, the tin-canned part of the truck is flowing in the wind, and he's hanging on for dear life. Oh, shit. All real. And the queen's there watching, and mm-hmm. it's like Princess Diana when she crashed the car, and everyone's well, like, wow, this is They powerful. all just, like, this starts a high-speed chase with a steroid truck in the Sumner Tunnel, and yes. Cruise just, like, slapping up against those maggoty fucking rat-infested walls. Yes. <laughs> I'm in. I mean, we're just like... In that direction, it would be the Ted Williams, but the bit is there. We're like deep in a well of nonsense, but I'm like, this is good. Someone should make this. is the Ted Williams? Now I'm questioning myself. The Sumner is leaving the city. Kid. I should know this. I'm in these tunnels all day, every day. You're in the tunnels more than Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage in The Rock. (laughs) Like, let's figure out what they're called and what direction they go. I at least... Good speed. I'm on Storo every day, but I don't go past the city ever. Kid. I don't... Uh, Kid, unless I'm going to Charlestown to fucking... That's fucking sick. You know, I rob have, banks. I have no sense of direction. I just stare at my GPS <laughs> and think about the town and Fenway Frank. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. But Liam, we're looking out for you. I can't wait to see him. And could I take you down to The Rock corner yes for but a moment he's got a new fake movie that he just announced and i want to complain about it for what's a it called bit. like steroids but not really wink wink the movie steroids on storo 
I'm being said now. No, he's making a Christmas movie with Chris Evans where evidently he's playing Santa's bodyguard, it looks like. Ugh. Is J- Chris Evans Santa? No, J.K. Simmons is Santa. And- he's not even fat. No. Chris Evans has a nice cock, huh? <laughs> you remember that when it came out on Twitter? He like accidentally uploaded it. Oh, yeah. And then it went everywhere. Yeah. Nice, nice thick eight. It's a good piece. Mm. He, he just got sexiest man alive. Do you think that dick pic led to this? I'd suck his dick. Okay, that's an answer. <laughs> so, yes? Yes. The rock, would, would you suck the rock stick? No. The question. Not a chance. Even not if my it would, type. What if it would get you a role in a property? What's the property? I mean, it doesn't matter which one. If The Rock's involved, it's going to be a franchise. If it's a, if he's reattached to Fast 10 or Fast 11 and... He's not. I won't allow it. Okay, then then no. Okay, good. That's the right answer. You passed. Like Black Adam 2, which is a definite... I wouldn't want to be in it. <laughs> I'd rather do this. He's going to make Black Adam versus Superman, then Black Adam versus King Kong. It's going to be a 10 out of 10. No, but this movie, you know, it's the latest, like, piece of shit, fake movie, streaming exclusive, probably. But I did have a laugh at The Rock posted that picture of him and Chris Evans filming it. And I had a, I actually laughed out loud when I saw his caption that just said uh, something about calling it our new Christmas franchise. <laughs> like, just. You know, he, he can't he can't just make a movie. He's working on this fucking piece of shit, and he's like, it's a franchise. It's yeah, like, he's oh. like Babe Ruth in nineteen fifty five, like calling his shots. Like he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen four movies down the road, brother. Yeah, like I can't help but laugh at like what a robotic advertisement of a person he is. He really is AI. Like he doesn't exist. He's just like checking off boxes as far as the different. Oh my roles God. to play, things to do, things to say. And that he also posted a, a clip of Emily Blunt's new Western show on Amazon Prime called, uh, I don't even know what. Read the caption. The English, I think. Read that caption. But yeah. Hold on one second. I think I have it here somewhere. You, you yeah. must. He's got it. It's very long. I'm only going to read some of it. Get, read just the part that we laughed at. I'm getting my Terramana chilled <laughs> and ready now for this one. <laughs> For folks who are unaware, Terramana is his own tequila company. Tramana! So he's just like shoehorning in <laughs> ads anywhere possible. Like, just anywhere, everywhere. It's like, oh, I was in a property with Emily Blunt. Check out her other property while I'm sipping on my property over here on my piece of property while I'm thinking about this other fucking <laughs> franchise. And, uh, oh, my God. It's <coughs> just unbelievable stuff. Oh, God. What a fucking idiot. And uh, I hated Black Adam so much. I was so angry when you guys brought it up last oh my week. God. He also said, my partner in crime, Emily Blunt, is absolutely spectacular and riveting in this role. And her co-star, whoever that is, brings a real reverence, weight, and grit. I love Westerns. As you guys know from my ode to Clint Eastwood and Black Adam, he's just... I wish he was more self-aware, because he's funny on some sort of level. The part that I don't get about The Rock is, has he just spent the last 10 years of his career with like nobody around him telling him the reality of what is really happening. Yes. Yes to everything. The answer to that question is yes. He's just got a bunch of handlers. He's like, you know what? I think I'm going to do a line with Under Armour with a big bull on the, on the, on the cover of it. And 
we're going to have sandals. We're going to have shorts. And it's like, yeah, I guess that's a pretty reasonable idea. He's like, I'm going to also make a tequila, even though I allegedly don't drink. Yeah. And someone needs to say something. This is like all these people need to be shut down. Wahlburgers needs to close all locations. I want that entire business shuttered. You bite your tongue. The Rock is just like what will what will stop this? Where does this end? Like Young Rock Our is in death. season three. That show's succeeding, even though no one on earth is watching it or you talking bite your about tongue. it. Yes, I do. Even Parsons, like he's watching it just for the bit. He sent some. Yeah, he to acknowledged the that it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. This stuff has no business existing. No. Why is, no. There, why is everything so bad, folks? I don't know. I'm hoping Terrifier 2 is the flick of the year. <clears throat> I mean, that would be sick. Oh, yeah. Is that what we're watching tonight? It is. Okay. I'm, that sounds good. We're going to watch a goofy, gory, hot turkey. I mean, everything's so bad. I think that new Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds fake movie came to Apple Plus today, Spirited. Where they're like, it's like a Christmas movie. They're singing or something. I don't even know. I don't like singing. I don't like singers. I put like... it that way. John Mayer, that's it. <laughs> I don't like singers. He says, just John Mayer. I find singing uncomfortable. Hmm. Like when someone posts like a viral singing video of like somebody really going for it, I get so secondhand embarrassed. Even if it's good, I'm like, oh God, get this out of here. That's a pretty good person. Watching somebody like really get into it, I'm, I'm good. Like an attractive woman, all right, I guess. Right, but some guy, right. if it's just a dude, like I'm kind of out. Um, That's a fair take. Singing is gay. Wow. Bro. It's a fair take. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No doubt, no doubt. Good cover. Good save. He's bad. I was using it in the sense like it's 1996. That was not homophobic. <laughs> Let's bring back using that as an excuse. That's a goddamn classic. Like, no, 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 no. I was doing it in like the 1990s way. People are like, that doesn't make it okay. That's like Hank stuff. That's even worse. Yeah. That like just this like homophobic semantics. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I haven't felt like doing Hank in a while. Or, I, or should I say, I haven't felt like bringing Hank here. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to like lure him out. I just feel like he's been organically coming up mm. this evening. A lot of Hank stuff. We are not blatantly racist for the record. I mean, last time I talked to Hank, he said he would see Avatar 2 with me. So I'll, I'll see him in December at the very least. Didn't What was that latest article where James Cameron was like, I know no one's going to see this or something like that? He was like admitting that the movie is stupid. Yeah, he's kind of like, you know, doing some like self-deprecating stuff. Is and, he being and like funny? Down. I saw a thing where he's talking about like he, everyone knows like, he announced four sequels to Avatar, and now he's trying to like downplay and be like, I hope I get to make four and five. Two and three are evidently done. Two comes out in a month, and then three, I guess, comes out a year later or whatever. And I guess they're waiting to see if they make money to determine if they're making four and five. Even though James Cameron has made literally the two highest grossing movies of all time, they're waiting to test the waters to see if he's still got it. I think the movie business has just been getting its dick kicked in for the last three, four years. That's probably what Like, is. even pre-COVID, mm. there's just been so many flops. Yeah. Like, the most recent one being Amazon with that Lord of the Rings show that I mean, they sunk a billion into. Folks, listen to literally any and or every episode of this podcast for further examples of these flops yes. over the past several years. Pretty much the entire show, like from its origin, has just been us shitting on box office disasters uh -huh. without, even, without even meaning to have it be the theme. 
No doubt. There have no been doubt. like four times where we've gotten back on the microphone and been like, that was really good. I'm like, has there? Yeah, that sounds Batman. Like <laughs> You're going to uh, actually count them. Bad Boys 3, no, we, I guess. We uh, like stuff. I don't know. That's we the only two I can think of. I'm just saying this now. A Snoop Dogg biopic is in the works in Universal Pictures. Alan Hughes is set to direct, and they have a screenwriter. I've never heard of him. Joe Robert Cole. A Snoop Dogg biopic. I was going to say, who hmm. do you like for this casting? I can see Lakeith Stanfield playing Snoop Dogg and winning an Oscar. What do you think? Um, He's got that wiry frame for him. Yeah, he'd be good. Anthony Mackie could probably do it. <laughs> Were you laughing about my Anthony Mackie impression? Hey, how you doing, Hoops? It's me, Anthony Mackie. It's exactly like <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I think we've killed Hoops with a sip of White Claw. With just imagining my like 6% Anthony Mackie impression. <laughs> hey, how you, how you guys doing? I'm Hawkeye. I mean... I'm flying around. Did you ever see Pain and Gain? Or perhaps uh, <laughs> 8 Mile... <laughs> It's like I did, Anthony. I, I have actually thought two he was, scenes in Eight Mile. I think he's good in Half Nelson, that movie where Ryan Gosling is a teacher who's addicted to crack. Uh, anybody acting alongside the King of Kings, Ryan Gosling, will be elevated just through osmosis. That's fair, but he plays like a good gritty gangster in that movie. It stinks that he's stuck in like Marvel hell, playing the fucking the Falcon, <laughs> who's now Captain America, who's just like a. A snoozer of a character. I I can't remember him at all in uh, Half Nelson. I have to rewatch. I've only watched that once, like when it was uh, literally on DVD in like 2007 or whatever when it came out. It was like a you brought it home from Blockbuster and we watched it. Great indie. He plays the gritty drug selling older brother of one of Ryan Gosling's students. Mm. Powerful, poignant. And like that's the, the thing Ryan Gosling is teaching the kid, but buying drugs from the older brother, and then it all comes together. Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The work. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that Whitney Houston biopic. You probably didn't see the trailer for that. Monty wanting to see that makes me laugh because like it looks like a good movie, and Whitney Houston's basically the best singer of all time. But Ooh. Monty being like a big Whitney Houston guy is for some reason a big cackle to me. I know, that's sort of charming. I mean, I thought it looked okay. The woman, Naomi Aki, looks like she'll probably win an Oscar. This is the kind of thing people win Oscars for. And the movie is called I Want to Dance with Somebody. It comes out uh, Christmas Day. It's a Christmas release. Who's the actress? Naomi Aki. She looks like a relative unknown. Her face does not look familiar to me. I've seen her in something. I can can never place her, though. Hmm. But yeah, she definitely looks just like Whitney. Yeah. And if she taught herself to sing, that's pretty cool. But I don't know how I feel about this. If she, Are they going to do the Rocket Man thing? If she didn't get addicted to crack in real life for this picture, I'm out. But I don't know. Maybe she's a pro and she did. Do you remember this Whitney Houston song from the Bodyguard soundtrack? I do. Bodyguard soundtrack. Did you end up seeing the Bodyguard in theaters last week? They had some sort of like 30th. Yeah anniversary re-release or something no because lucy didn't want to go that's fair and now we're going through a divorce proceedings <laughs> i've never seen the bodyguard I it's should, awesome i should watch it nice classy picture me and my dad used to listen to this song on my way to soccer practice and i would get like fired up and i was still young enough to not think about the fact that i sucked mm. 
And I'd just Hell like yeah. be in the car like, yeah. And my dad's like 1995 Lexus. Oh, kid. Just pumping this song through the speakers. Sounds dope. Getting all fired up to kick the ball into fucking out of bounds. I mean... And then get touched in the penis by an older boy on a camping trip. Oh, word. I mean, I, I've never heard of such a thing. I don't know if maybe we have a guest who could, like, expound on that. I don't even know. But... Hey, guys. Oh, shit, he's here. <laughs> hey, little Ank. How are you? I'm okay. Um, okay. I heard you were talking about me. Yeah, we were mentioning uh, your haunted past and how you're haunted always past. Excellent. in turmoil. Yeah, I, I think it was pretty... <sighs> I was really bad at soccer. Ank was not wrong about that, but I, I really did love that one Houston song. It would almost always get me pumped up. Hmm. I mean, she's a great artist. Hell of a voice. And do you think it's gay when she sings the blank? I don't know what he was saying. I think that's some of Ank's repressed homosexuality from Ooh. his interactions with older boy. And there's yeah, just some sort of a weird part of his brain that he's ashamed of. So he he throws out silliness like that as like some sort of a smoke screen or a cover. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he just debunked Ank. You should probably get out of here before he comes back. He's gonna like be mad if you're like talking shit about him. I'll leave when I'm good and ready. Hoops. Wow, little Ank, you're right. I don't know why. All right, little Ank, oh, you don't need to give Hoops attitude. What was he talking about, by the way, when I wasn't here? Something about me? I mean, you got a little. You should just listen back. All right, I'll listen wanna, to the show and we'll find out. I don't want to get in the middle. No of worries. Such a thing. Okay. Um, and, and, I'll see the Whitney Houston movie. I will not see it with Monty because he'll be weeping. Mm. And I. To be honest, you'll probably weep too, so you guys should go together. I probably will. This seems like something I'd weep at. There's no way it's not a sob story. Although I didn't cry <clears throat> at the Elvis movie, which you said you almost cried at. I and almost, I felt like the emotion that happens before you feel your tears coming, that like stomach <laughs> kind of jump. And it was only because my mom cried. Mm. And it's like, my, your mom crying is like an immediate. Like if oh, I yeah. were a normal person, I would have cried immediately. That... Just seeing anybody else, it doesn't even have to be someone I know. Just seeing someone else cry could probably get me to cry. Has that happened to you? Like someone else is crying and then you're just sobbing? I mean, not sobbing, but I, I could get there. What's the biggest cry you've had like in the last year? Was it at Clerks 3? Mm, maybe. Probably. You were having a deep one. Yeah. That's the, the biggest cry I've seen you have in a while. I can't yeah. remember the, a time where it was that I've witnessed a bigger one. Yeah, I'm thinking of a realer one, but it's not funny. So let's go with Clerks 3. Because <laughs> that was kind of the run. I didn't see you cry. And I don't know if like I'd ever seen you cry during a movie prior to that, actually. Wasn't that the bit? Yes. Like, I always missed the cries. Mm. Do, do you wish you could go back to that? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It's funnier that way, yes. You're like, oh, now I saw this fucking idiot cry? Jesus Christ. My God. Oh, my God. Um, oh, I got another thing here. Hit me, baby. I guess Sean Penn was in the Ukraine and he gave his Oscar to Zelensky, the prime minister or leader of Ukraine. Oh, that's probably going to solve everything. He said, when you win the war, bring it back. <laughs> and then uh, Zelensky said, hey, do you remember when you beat up your wife? 
and Sean went silent. And then uh, before handing over the Oscar, he had to wipe some of Robin Wright Penn's blood off of the base of the statue oh, from the he? 90s when he he pummeled her with it. Oh, okay. That's unusual. <laughs> I love everybody pretending like he's a good guy because like he, you know, beat up his wife and slept it off. And then, then, mm. and then like now he's like, oh, I went to Haiti and, and like, yeah. read books to poor people. And it's like, I'm actually a genius because yeah. I like fucking drove around with El Chapo and smoked 45 <laughs> cigarettes. I'm actually like a, a hero somehow. Exactly. I hate the El Chapo stuff. He's the one who got El Chapo caught. Like yeah. the, El, El Chapo, not that he was a good guy or that he didn't deserve to be in trouble, but like El Chapo agrees to do this interview with Sean Penn and then like the Mexican police arrested him or someone. Mm. No, I think El Chapo like flew here. There's a whole story to it. I've heard it, but it actually, believe it or not, as interesting as it sounds, kind of boring because Sean Penn is attached. Yeah, he makes wild career choices. He's like, I'm going to do this whole thing with El Chapo. Then I'm going to make The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Yeah, he's basically like Hollywood's version of Bono. Ooh. Just like this like super self-important douche who seems like they'd be awful to have over. Like imagine yeah. having him over for a dinner party, and he's like, you know, there's a lot of people. Uh, the Sikhs are dying in Sri Lanka, and like, you should learn how to recycle differently. Like, do you com- are you going to compost this meal? It's like, Sean, no, I'm not. Sean, why don't you get out? <laughs> I think if you beat up a woman, no stance that you have at any point about anything later in life has any weight to it whatsoever. That's fair. How about that? Mm. You hit a woman, your credibility is gone. <laughs> Is that my fucking pack of CIs in there? I don't know. I can't think of anything. That um, being said, I love him in the game. Ooh. David Fincher's the game. Michael Douglas. Okay. He plays Michael Douglas's younger brother, and he plays him very well. And I love him as Jeff Spicoli in Fast Times. Mm. Both great roles. Yes. He's not untalented. He just sucks. No, he's definitely a good actor. He's done some good shit. Um, <laughs> I just remember that he was in Milk which is like a bit of a movie that he won an Oscar for. That seems like... I was going to say, it was a bit all the way to the box office. Bafo. But maybe at this moment we take a trip to Wakanda, then return with some reviews and uh, such for the fans. We're going to watch Terrifier 2 in reality, so I'm looking forward to that. Terrifier 2. Yes, and uh, some other reviews, Banshees of Inishirin, and some other stuff, folks. We'll be right back. Hey, team. What's happening, Hooks? We're back from Wakanda, which... uh, no, we we watched Terrifier too, as we alluded to before the break. This cut is dope. Yeah, this song is awesome. Hell of a soundtrack on this picture. Terrifier two for people who uh, haven't heard about this real indie darling taking the world by storm. It's uh, a horror movie that was made for I think two hundred fifty thousand dollars, which was a step up from the original, which was made for like clerks type money. <laughs> but. Uh, this movie has made its money back like 30-fold because it got released in theaters and it's like something of a hit. So yeah, it made 30 times its money back already. And 30 when, times? Yeah. Well, when it's only when it only costs 250000 
they like it's only made 20 mil mm. or so but uh yeah the movie that is supposedly making people leave the theater because it's so gruesome and intense did you consider leaving the chill zone while we were watching this movie was it too intense for you uh no i don't get grossed out anymore i Very used cool to answer. i used to have a weak spot for that like i almost threw up during hostel if you remember i almost threw up during hannibal yep hannibal um like i was white as a ghost it's so funny to think that you used to be like that because now you like require gore to yeah it's it like a, a switch flipped in me or something i yeah. and i'm just like broken as an individual i blame sarah you're the terrifier Oops. can we say names on this we can nah that's i was talking about uh sarah highland from modern family yes good cover although yep. she is a friend of the show also yep um but yeah the, the quick summary for terrifier 2 which i think you can watch without seeing the original i did and uh, i picked up the story pretty quickly this movie is about after being resurrected by a sinister entity Art the Clown returns to the timid town of Miles Ooh. County, where he targets a teenage girl and her younger brother on Halloween night. Pretty classic horror movie stuff. Would you agree? Uh, I think that it was a lot better than the first one. Mm. I think that it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I, I, I mean, obviously, it's not a great, you know, no. cinema kind of movie, but I, I thought it was very funny. I thought it was well paced. Like it was, it was two hours and ten minutes, and I was not bored which is hard. I was for... a little bored towards the end. I think it could have been shorter, but mm. I did think it was funny that this movie had the audacity to be so long. Yeah. yeah. It's like a silly slasher type horror movie. It's like very goofy and over the top. Oh, it's a movie they could have done in 25 <laughs> minutes as a, you know, a short, mm. easy. And I mean, it was a short. The original Terrifier was a short in 2011. Yeah. The What do we think about him as a horror character was he scary was he scaring you no is he terrifying you no he was not um i don't know i can't i can't remember the last movie that really scared me and i'm not like a big tough guy i'm just saying i'm just like it's just they haven't done it like there hasn't been a shining you know the first time i saw the shining i was on drugs but the the shining is a scary movie Mm. yeah like this I guess they weren't going for it, but mm. I don't know. I thought he was a little silly as far as like bit. a horror icon. He, he was no Jigsaw. I'll put it that way, folks. Like it was like an evil clown. I was like, I feel like this has been done like maybe 800,000 times before. And in real life, if you think about it, like John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Like aren't clowns hacky? I don't know. And maybe I love they, them. They gave him a little hat, which I thought was kind of charming. His little hat his dark buttons. <laughs> He's a peaky blinder. But uh, this, and yeah, like when they first introduced him, I guess he's supposed to be funny, but like he keeps smiling. I I was kind of delighted by him. I thought he was like charming. Did you find uh, any of the gore, like stomach turning? Like No, but I This did, is a spoiler. Uh, yeah. The guy getting his penis, tor- mm. he cuts off the tip and then tears the base from his body. Mm. That got a, a good wince out of me. It had a few moments like that where I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> they did a good job of like the base stretching out like a real penis would if it mm. were flaccid and torn off your body. So I was happy with that. Those things matter. I guarantee the director toiled over that. It was like, no, no we need to do another take. This penis does not look right. <laughs> this needs to be perfect. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, this was very silly and dumb. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the, the tone of it. The camp. Yes. I, it was I, like very, I got a big kick out of it, yeah. Very like 80s or 90s horror, but not in a forced Stranger Things kind of way. Right. Just in like a old school, just... And yeah, like most of the gore, you could tell they did it, you know, the old-fashioned way, which gave it like a charming look and made it less gross because it looked very fake. I was enjoying it in that regard. Yeah, I think there it was... None of the gore grossed me out too badly because I all of it looked so completely ridiculous. Yeah, and it was like you said in the beginning, it was all practical effects too. Yeah, yeah. which we like. Yeah, I like when that forces people to be creative when uh, you're working within confines, confines, the confines of yeah, yeah. Like when you have a low budget, you figure out ways to. Get it done. Well, with the $250,000 budget, that would have been all to CGI. Yeah. <laughs> Why rate. is CGI expensive? Is it just the man hours? I feel like $250,000 buys you like eight seconds of CGI in a major motion picture. You should ask the Russo brothers. Yeah. They can let us know the breakdown of the cost. I bet they can. But also the Terrifier, he doesn't speak. So like he doesn't have any good lines. I don't know. He, I wasn't wowed by the Terrifier as a character, as a cat. Yep. You you needed him to say more or yeah. say something. He or just say like, anything. I needed him to like just be more interesting in some sort of an avenue. <laughs> be more funny. I would have liked maybe like a, them fleshing out his backstory. Like what happened to this guy? Where's he coming from? Where's his head at? Yeah. They don't do a lot of exposition in the first one either. Yeah. From just, what I remember, I've only seen it once and it was five years ago or whenever it came out. Mm. But I remember it just being like the Terrifier just kind of appears in a pizza place and then starts killing people. Yeah. Like the story is like pretty bad. It's kind of just like a springboard for slasher kills, which is why it's weird this movie was so long. It's mm. like two hours and 18 minutes. But all that to say... Pretty enjoyable. If you like horror movies, I recommend giving it a watch. Yeah, I liked it. Had some truly disgusting kills that'll make you wince and make you go, okay. You're a real cum bum. And this is now in theaters and on demand. Mm, I pre-ordered it. Hell yeah. What else were you watching? Did you watch The Good Nurse on Netflix? I did not. Tell me about it. With Jessica Chastain and... um, Fucking Jonathan Reese Myers, whatever the fuck his name is. What is that guy's name? It's I'd gonna kill me. I'd fucking let Jessica, Eddie Redmayne. I'd let I'm sorry. What would you Chastain do with her? Be my nurse. I'm sorry. Uh, are you the fucking guy? Fine. I've heard a lot about you. What? I, I thought the fucking guy was here. Huh, what Did something happen? Was someone just? Yeah, I don't know. Something. Oh, that guy's weird, man. Um, yeah, it's a movie where it. It sort of reminded me of Joshua Jackson's Doctor <laughs> Death, the Peacock original. Oh. And Joshua Jackson getting a good shout well, out. Well, they're both true stories. And it's Eddie Redmayne plays a nurse who's been like bouncing around between hospitals and he has a dark secret. And Jessica Honor Chastain passed. initially is his friend and Fun. then she kind of turns on him Ooh. and it heats up. I thought it was decent. It is very much a Netflix original. Is this a movie or show? It's a movie. Okay, I'm more inclined to watch it. Yeah. I don't There's something about Eddie Redmayne's face <laughs> that I find off-putting. Eddie Redmayne. Like he is just so obviously British and doing some sort of like a 
like a now I'm doing it a marble mouthed American accent that just was not a hundred percent working for me. He is kind of distractingly British. Yes, he have just ever, looks British. Have you ever seen Jupiter Ascending? Um, that fucked up wild turkey. Is that the movie where um, Bruce Willis is uh, <coughs> on a spaceship and there's like gary oldman is in it and like there's another like a crew of guys and there's somebody's chasing him and he has like this woman he's protecting and she has orange hair that's the fifth element which is also sick oh okay masterpiece no i have not seen jupiter ascending then that's that weird uh channing tatum mila kunis vehicle from the wachowski siblings which uh (laughs) so woke i know and uh yeah channing tatum plays like a space dog creature who's guarding mila kunis eddie redmayne plays the villain in that movie. sounds bad and it's one of the most fucked up performances i've ever seen i recommend it you liked it yeah like fucked up in a good way okay like jupiter ascending Mm. wachowski siblings lost me with the matrix four it's an unfortunate film that's boy oh boy is that bad every time i remember that movie like my stomach sinks oh yeah that that like ruined my life that fucking turkey i needed that matrix movie to be good sitting through that i was so angry yeah, because we like. I feel like we rushed. We rushed to get to that too. We, we went were, to the theater. Yeah, like we went in, to the theater for during it. COVID to see that fucking. Pile and we could have watched it on TV. Yes, for but it free. was a, it was a Matrix movie. We, we thought it was going to be at least something. It was a fucking disaster. The only upside to that night was we went and got Frank Pepe afterwards. That's true, and that made it somewhat palatable, but it was still a terrible, terrible, terrible. That's what the part that's like. We liked Terrifier, so we come in with a different energy. Mm. When we hate the movie or when we shut the movie off, we might as well just not even do the second half. Just yeah. do like a quick, like, that's it for us tonight, and then just send it off. Yeah, that's why sometimes when we get a turkey, yeah, we come back and it's like, what are we even doing here? This is just. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about it now. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Like, do we talk about it and just like shit on it? That's why folks make better movies for us. Please and we'll do. try to be less cunty, but no promises. And speaking of liking stuff, I went to the pictures to see the new Martin McDonough picture, mm. The Banshees of Inishirin, a classy, artsy Irish picture starring Carlin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. You're telling me you were not bored? Not even a little bit. Would this, I like it? Yes. I'm going to say yes. This movie Can I say yes? From I don't even love this director's other stuff, although he's done a lot. People love In Bruges. No, which thank is you. Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. This is like their big reteam. And that maybe you I didn't need to like watch that movie? it again. Rian like loves it and was raving about it. Who joined me at the pictures? Yeah, almost everybody loves that movie. I didn't get it. Yeah, I feel like I need to give it another go. I, didn't I saw get it, it once when it first came out like same, yeah. 16 years ago at this point. Right. And he also did Seven Psychopaths, which I also remember being kind of lukewarm on. I watched that recently, actually. I didn't get that either. Yeah. It's got a great cast, but it's, I don't know. A little meandering. People like that one too, though. That's a hit. Yeah. And Three Billboards Outside Whatever Missouri, I thought was like a big dud. I really didn't like that. Didn't deserve any of the awards it got. So I was very pleasantly surprised to see this movie and thought it was like great. I want to see it now. Because like all of those movies that I just listed, like while I didn't get them, 
you can watch them and be like, I get it. Like, I get why someone else would like this. Yeah. And then if you're telling me that you think I would like it, I feel like this is going to be the one for me. This will be my Northman. Yeah, like, I'm not even going to spoil what this <laughs> movie's about because it's a very fun one to watch unfold. Like, 10 minutes in, yeah, I was okay. like, wow, this is wild. It would be really funny if the whole movie was about this. And then it was, and I was just like, wow, this is, I can't believe this movie got made. See, that just sold me, 100%. Yeah, like, And I, I think Colin Farrell is outstanding. I think he's going to win the Best Actor Oscar wow. for this picture. What do you it's think? It's time. I mean, he they, not really. I mean, there's been a lot of duds. And there, if not but. for that, he should get best supporting <laughs> right. actor for the Penguin in uh, in the Batman. Yeah, he. I, I he's think he's having a big year. He is either like the best guy on the planet, or the movie's fucking awful. There's very little gray area with him. Like he's like crushing it. Like Miami Vice, the Penguin, this. I feel like he's having like an Affleck esque like yeah. second act. And he's like turning it around because payphone. You know, they're actually both in Daredevil, which is probably right. both of their low point. But you know, ever since uh, Colin Farrell's been doing like weird, artsy, interesting movies, like he did those, The Lobster, and and uh, the Perks of uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer, <laughs> the, perks the Perks of, of being, being a, a deer, yeah. <laughs> fun the, mashup, yeah, The Killing of a Sacred Deer, which I liked. That was good. I thought The Lobster was great. Yeah, and that movie, that weird one about the After robot. Yang, yeah, that movie rocked, yeah. dude. I thought that, that was like great I said, too. he's awesome in like ten things, and then like he's on has real... so many duds, but yeah, he hasn't had a dud in a while. He's on a roll. He's like on a hot run. Said. Yeah, I think I can't recommend this movie enough. I was gonna, I have a, th- I was gonna do a thing, but it gives away what it's about, and I want people to go in fresh. Yeah, I don't even think you need to do more than that because you sold me, and I'm a tough sell. He's in. Unless it's for, you know, you know what I'm talking about, huh? <laughs> Kid. I'm winking. But yeah, this movie, like, they get, it's such a simple movie, and they get such good stakes, and like, they get so much out of nothing. Did you movie. say steak? <laughs> they turn uh, something very, like, simple, just about two people, and turn into, like, an Avengers movie, or at least to me. I was, like, glued to the screen, like, how is this going to shake out? All right. And it's just a movie about like... It'll be on demand in like a week. I'm not going to go to the theater. That's true. It'll. I feel it'll be a big Oscar movie. And yeah. we're, we're entering that season. We're going to start to maybe see some classy pictures. Yeah, they're going to shove like five or six home run movies down our throats just in time for the late submissions to, so that like they're the movie that gets remembered by the critics. Yes. And speaking of that, I also watched uh, last night Lindsay Lohan's new Netflix original <laughs> Christmas movie called Falling for Christmas which might sweep the Academy Awards this calendar year. The movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is Lindsay and uh, of Glee fame, Cord Overstreet, <laughs> really lighting up the silver screen. I watched like half of this. Just Who is for the Cord bit. Overstreet? <laughs> He's from Glee, I guess. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. They... Lindsay Lohan. Who's that kid from Glee who killed himself? I can't remember his name, but it's not him in this movie. Corey Haim or something? I can't remember. Yeah, Corey something. That sounds right. Not Corey Haim. He, he's dead too, but... Corey in the house. But Corey yeah. in the house got caught with child pornography. <laughs> Poor kid. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. No, sorry. Lindsay, uh, she hasn't been in a movie in a while. How's she look? 
A little odd. Yeah. But I mean, still pretty good. Like Tara Reid odd or? Not quite there. But they could maybe play sisters in something. Mm. And they maybe should. And it should be a 2B original directed by us. I, I do have a connection to Tara. We met in the Bahamas in 2002. So Yes. Maybe you should post that to our social medias for the fans. Because that's a hell of a picture. Chubby ankle. Can I get a photo with you? Fucking. <laughs> And then I had sex with like the ugliest woman I've ever met in my life <laughs> and threw her underwear in the trash. <laughs> had a boy. I think I was like 19 and I just had like a 42 inch waist. Cool guy stuff. Re- ready to take on the day. Um, That's marvelous. I wish I played the drum. But yeah. Perfect. Lindsay. But yeah, the, I mean, if you're like a sick maniac like me and you want to laugh at a turkey throw on falling for christmas on netflix it is kind of funny in like a cheese ball kind of way like there's a scene where they go skiing and she can't even stand on those things <laughs> but she's like cgi racing down the mountain like having pratt falls it was uh you know it was hitting the spot in like a this i can't believe this was made type way but that's falling for Christmas on Netflix. You should actually truly watch Banshees of Inishirin in the theater. Yeah, I want to see that now. I'm sold. Kids in. Um, I might have mentioned it last week, but the blockbuster show on Netflix Oof. is one of the worst things I've ever watched. It felt like a high school play. Yeah. Like that would be how I would describe it if you asked me. I mean, I can't muscle my way through it. I barely got to the end of the first episode. It's like one of the most lifeless fucking just... I, I can't believe how much they dropped the ball on this. This is such a layup. Like, set it in the early 2000s when Blockbuster was still open and just have like a fun cast of people working there. It's, it seems like a no-brainer. They did it. It was a bummer from the get-go because they're like, oh, Randall Park's the manager and he's been there since he was 17 and he's a, he's a fucking zero and now his store is going out of business and his life's falling apart. And yeah. It's like, why, don't we, why are we starting at the end? Yeah, exactly. It's like, what Where's is it going to go? Yeah, it, exactly. It has nowhere to go. It's like just starting at the end. And Netflix is doing it, I think, just as like a, a power move to right. be like, look... The only thing that remains a blockbuster is this dog shit show on our fucking flailing streaming service. I feel like the guy who was the CEO of Blockbuster still walked with like a billion dollars. I'm sure. Just like, fuck you, I'm out. I'm sure he... Everybody's like, oh, they could have taken down Netflix. And it's like, yeah, if they didn't take... If they didn't take... If they took down Netflix, there would have been something else. There was no pivot for Blockbuster. I think I took them down just stealing DVDs when I worked there. <laughs> I stole quite a few on your shifts as well. Sam, edit both that of those That Boondock Saints <laughs> steel book. Uh. <laughs> That's what takes us out. Yeah. Somebody's like from Blockbuster Corporate listening in like, did you just say that you stole the Boondock Saints steel book? Don's listening in. We got him. We got it on wax. Oh, Mr. Baby. They admitted it. Oh, how are you? Oh, it's the Banshees of Inishir and the Boondock Saints of Inishir and it's going to be a hell of a follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bloody bastard. 
But I think that's all we watched this week. Is that enough? That seems like enough. I'm already playing some sort of music here. This seems like a good a good song to fade out to. It's not a terrible Irish accent. Mine is awful. I won't even do it. In You fucking <laughs> I mean next week on the program we'll I will probably see Wakanda Forever because I Yeah, me too. Am dumb. And we'll cover that. And I've been meaning to watch that Weird Al movie. i got to figure out Roku. All you got to do is Google it, and you can literally pull up the Roku whatever site on your browser and then just beam it to the TV. Okay. It took I, two seconds. I, I had it going the other day. I was like, I don't have time to do this now. But We were trying like a couple with of all dopes. of our might to, to beam it to the TV. took me three seconds when, um, I was, or, when I was not under the gun. Fucking... But yeah, I hear that's good. I'm going to watch that. And Lord knows what else we'll be covering next week on the program. Why don't you shoot us an email, enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at enoughthepodcast, on Twitter at podcastenough. I'm on both of those platforms at Skip Season. Right, where can the fans find you? Uh, adultfriendfinder.com. <laughs> My profile is... Uh, Hank the Cowboy 69. I, I might keep it under wraps, but... Oh, okay. Well, Sam bleep you, that. you covered it. You, you uncovered it. So Hank the Cowboy 69 as my adult friend finder profile. <laughs> Fun fact, when I was single, I actually made one of those just Ooh. to see what would happen. And uh, a lot of weirdos. Wow. Putting it out there. A lot of weirdos. Glad I, to be married. I subscribe to Kid Friend Finder. That's <laughs> <laughs> where my head's at. Yes. Yes. Just like a grooming website? Yeah. You and Jared from Subway. Yeah, and Chris D'Elia. We all team up. We, we teamed up to make like the ideal app. We got the guy who programmed the Jeremy Renner app to make it for us. And wow. it's like really going well. That sounds like a great app. Yeah. It's kind of sick. But we'll get into that more next week on the program. Yeah, thank you for listening. This episode was brought to you by Kid Friend Finder. <laughs> so download it today in the iOS and Android uh, app stores. Thank you. Hell yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week after we've watched Wakanda Forever. Folks, why don't you go ahead and have a go? Never watching that fucking movie. I won't even watch it when it's on TV. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, me neither. I'm totally not going to. I'm glad Chadwick Boseman's dead. <laughs> Oh.